Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's my show. You might be mocking me or you might be staunchly agreeing with me. I can't tell. I'm mocking you. And the Bulldog. What is Fozzie uh, Bear's role in this production? On WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome back. And, you know, if you're wondering, of course the snow is still falling uh, here on Grand Island. It's pretty thick and seemingly going to last forever. I think maybe this is the one, <laughs> Bulldog, that never ends. Yeah. It's been we... almost a week. Yeah, we we talked a little bit about this late yesterday. My neighborhood, North North Buffalo, we got off, we got we got off pretty easy until today. Like today might be the most accumulation we've had in the span of you know whatever the late morning into the afternoon, and it is still snowing here, and it it looks like it's the most we've had on the ground at, you know in any one snowfall through this whole thing that started what last last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mark Schofield with us. Hey, Mark, Western Hotline. Happy to bring Mark back on the show. It's been a little bit of a while, I would say. But uh, one of our favorite guests from SB Nation covers the NFL. F1 as well. I'm not sure. We have a lot of time for F1, Mark. I don't know how you were, uh, you were, you, if you were briefed. We're, we're more interested in, uh, in Bill's Chiefs, and I hope that's okay. I mean, I'm surprised because I figured you guys were going to have me on to talk about we got preseason testing come up. We got, you know, Bahrain Grand Prix in a couple weeks. I figured that's where the focus would be today in western New York. It's certainly not on an exciting playoff game between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, but I guess we can make do. I can't believe with a chance to squeeze F1 content into this conversation, you didn't lead with Gunther Steiner resigning his post. It is a difficult day for those Haas fans among us seeing the – the team principal, Gunther Steiner, out. Also a drive to survive Netflix darling. I imagine some Netflix executives are wondering how they're going to piece together the next couple of years of drive to survive without him smashing doors. There it is. Through finesse, we got it in. We got it in. Very good. Um, well, Mark, here are the Bills after somewhat of a tumultuous season into round two and playing finally a home game against Kansas City. Uh, in the playoffs, how would you say, would you say you're surprised that the way the year went, the Bills are in this spot, or maybe not, because we all seem to know how um, how high the ceiling was going into the season, at least for Buffalo? I think the best way to answer that is, I'm not surprised that we're here on divisional round weekend, and the Buffalo Bills have a home game in the playoffs. I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised that they were the two seed in the AFC and that they won the AFC East. 
I am surprised that let's just call it the journey because it was a bit of a winded road to get there. And certainly they started playing incredibly good football coming out of their bye week during a pivotal stretch for them when their bats were up against it from a getting into the playoffs perspective. But what's fascinating about the Bills is going into that final week of the regular season, they were that proverbial team that nobody will want to face in the playoffs. They're playing some of the best football, but we still didn't even know if they would even get in. They still had to get in, and there was a chance that they could have been watching the playoffs with the rest of us, depending on results went against them on that final week. But they're in. So ultimately, I'm not surprised that here we are divisional week and that they're playing at home and that they've got a home playoff game and that they were the two seed. They won the division. I think the journey and the way that they got there is a bit of a surprise. But ultimately, this is when you want to be playing your best football. You know, if they were the one seed, but they had kind of limped into the playoffs, maybe you'd be a bit more worried about them. But with where they are right now and how they've played down the stretch, I think you have to feel pretty confident about where they stand going into this weekend. Yeah, you know, this is one of these things that I think we often, Mark, at least a a lot of fans will, decide after the outcome exactly how they want to judge that. Um, On one hand, they look look maybe as hot as any team in the league, uh, having now won six games in a row here after beating the Steelers in the wildcard round. But if they falter, maybe they were tapped out and ran out of gas. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly possible. I mean, ultimately, you know, the NFL is a you get kind of get judged on your last game of the season type of league. And if they come out this weekend and they end up losing to Kansas City, people might say to your point there that, look, they did so much just to get in and get to this point that, like you said, they ran out of gas, that they just didn't have enough to continue this run. But I still always come back to the idea that that sort of Bill Belichick idea of you ought to be playing your best football in January. You know, and if if that holds true, and I think it very well can for the Buffalo Bills, they're going to be okay this weekend. Because what I'd love to see from the Bills down the stretch here is, and we've talked about this before, guys, the ability to win games different ways. You know, that, that game against Dallas, for example, when you have 266 yards rushing as a team, you know, a high for the Buffalo Bills dating back to last time they did something like that was 2016. They've got more ways to win than just Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things. I think that's huge for this team, not just this weekend, but with just irons on winning the conference and getting to and potentially winning a Super Bowl. The more pathways you have to win a game, it's always a good thing for a football team. And so they're playing their best football right now. They've got a home game against the Chiefs, which is something we have not seen before. And I do feel very good about their chances going into this weekend. Good. Mark Schofield with us here on WGR. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog. How important... Is it to you, Mark, that the game is a home game? Like you just sort of mentioned that it is, and it has been, what, five in a row the Bills have played in Kansas City, including two playoff games in the last three seasons. Um, Do you think it's a big factor? I I do think it's a big factor. I mean, I remember years ago reading some of John Madden's books, you know, one knee equals two feet and things like that, and he talked about how football players are creatures of habit. And it's so important when you're – you know, he was talking about when you're on the road and if you encounter a delay in travel or, you know, an unexpected change to the itinerary, it could throw so much off. But when you have that ability to sort of be going through your usual routine, to be doing it at home, I think that's a big advantage for Buffalo. And I also think it's a big advantage because for the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they haven't had a road playoff game. Most of their, you know, games away from Arrowhead in the postseason and the Patrick Mahomes era have been Super Bowls. 
you know, I, I think you can sort of quibble with that one Super Bowl where they're playing Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay. That was more of a road game than a neutral site, but they've been used to playing at home. Now it's going to be new for them. It's going to be a new schedule, new experience for them. Ultimately, the game will get started and they'll find their way back into a routine. But I think having this game at home, it is a big advantage for the Buffalo Bills. And I do think, you know, it's another reason why I'm confident about their chances going into this game is because they are creatures of habit. And now they get a chance to do it on their turf in front of their fans. And the Chiefs have to do something for the first time, which might take some adjusting. You mentioned here the, their ability to win games in different ways. And really, that, that's that been James Cook and the running game. And even James Cook as a receiver. Like, that's something, man, we've talked, you know, over the years here, going back to the offseason before last, the Bills' desire. That actually ended up in them drafting James Cook because they got jilted by J.D. McKissick in free agency, thought they had him, didn't have him. Seemed like they've been looking for his back to catch the ball. And Ken Dorsey never really got that off the ground for them. Here comes Joe Brady, you know, a little after midseason, and suddenly James Cook is, you know, a weapon in the passing game with, like, plays clearly designed for him, not just, you know, outlet valve, safety valve stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you think about the way that they've used him as a receiver, it brings me back to the notion that, you know, the NFL is in many ways a matchup-based league, and you have to think about it as an offensive coordinator or a play caller how are you going to take advantage of your favorable matchups and going into a game like this one, where, you know, if you look at that chiefs Dolphins game, the chiefs did a very good job. Steve Fagnolo, Jarius Sneed did a very good job at sort of limiting the damage from Tyree kill. Yes. He had the one big play, but kind of an underthrown ball situation where maybe if it was a better throw, it even falls incomplete. It's an underthrown ball. You get the pass interference, but he catches it for the touchdown. But on some of their other plays where Tua wanted to throw to Hill, Sneed sort of erased him. So you start thinking about, well, if you see a similar matchup with Diggs and they do a good job taking away Diggs, where can you get production in the passing game? Cook against some of their linebackers and safeties I think is a very good matchup for this Buffalo Bills passing game. And, again, it, it does bring us back to the idea of, okay, we've got multiple ways to win. Certainly you might think your preferred option is targeting Stephon Diggs in the passing game. But if – if the Chiefs and Steve Spagnuolo will come up with a game plan similar to what they did with Miami to sort of reduce his opportunities, now you've got other ways to exploit that secondary, exploit that defense in the passing game. And so incorporating him not just as a running back, not just as you know an outlet, out, you know, outlet receiver out of the backfield, that's a big thing for this team. It's been a big thing for this offense, and it could be a very big thing this weekend. With Mark Schofield here on WGR. Mark, what have you made of Kansas City's season with their relative inability to score this year? More Another year where they looked kind of light at wide receiver, and this year you might think they've paid for it more than, well, last year they ended up winning a championship. Like, Are, are the Chiefs still the Chiefs for you, at least on offense? Not really. It's been, It's been a very strange season for them, and in some ways – it's almost a mirror image of how we've viewed them in the past. Whereas in the past it was, look, that offense is very good. You know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. They've got Travis Kelsey. They've got ways to score points. Can they just get enough from that defense to sort of get a stop when they need it? Now it's that defense has been very good. They've been extremely good all season long. They were very good Saturday night against the Dolphins. And the questions seem to linger more on the offensive side of the football more than anything else. And certainly Patrick Mahomes is as talented as it gets at the position that he's going to make his plays. 
Chelsea is going to find his opportunities. You know, he's been banged up this year. And so that coupled with the lack of production from the outside receiver spots has allowed defenses to take him away a little bit more. Getting Rice going in the passing game, they've done that at times this year, has been big for them. But when I take a step back and look at the Chiefs, it's I've got more questions about their offense than their defense. And so it's not the same old Chiefs in a sense. They've kind of evolved a little bit. Now, we'll see what that offense looks like and what they're able to get done this weekend. But I've got more questions about them from an offensive standpoint than I do about a defensive standpoint, which is a departure from where we've been with them in the past. Have you seen – you mentioned maybe he's been, been banged up here, Kelsey. Uh, are there – I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty old <laughs> at this point in his career. I mean, he's been one of the most productive tight ends in history. Uh, but are there signs of attrition there, you think? I mean, I think it's a wear and tear thing more than anything else. He's a very physical style of player. I mean, one of the great things about Kelsey as a tight end is, you know, what he does after the catch. But, you know, there's some wear and tear that comes with that when you're trying to pick up yardage after the catch, when you're trying to run through a defender or take on multiple def- would-be tacklers. It, 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 it wears on you as a player. I mean, we've, we saw it for years with Gronkowski and some other tight ends that have gone through the league. It's you know, he's certainly a great athlete and a very physical player, but it takes its toll. Now, also, like you said, look, he's a little bit older now. You know, we're also going through a period where perhaps his brother has finally decided to retire. It still hasn't been made official. And so, you know, there's some mileage there. I, I think that coupled with the fact that when you've got that lack of production from the outside receivers, when defenses are going to focus their attention on Kelsey, that also gets to wear on you. Maybe you're getting jammed a little bit more than you're used to. Maybe you're getting doubled a little bit more than you're used to. And that also takes its toll. And I think that has all sort of added up this year to what we're seeing from him right now, which is still an extremely good player, still a very productive weapon, but it hasn't been the same. There have been drops. There have been missed opportunities that I think have cost him a little bit here and there. Mark, so big picture, this is probably the game of the weekend, but you've got the Ravens against an interesting Houston team, San Francisco off a bye, the NFC East is out of the way, Detroit though. Um, What do you think the big picture looks like for this season? How does it end? I mean, look, I I think it's going to be pretty chalky on the AFC side of things this week, and I like Baltimore. I like Buffalo to get to an AFC championship game. Now, I do like those two teams coming out. Over on the NFC side, Packers are a very good story. Um, They're certainly a year or two ahead of schedule, you might say, and it's interesting, you know, back in November, around that time frame, before that big win on Thanksgiving against the Lions, people were still wondering about Jordan Love and his long term there in Green Bay. I think he's answered those questions. But I think their little run ends with San Francisco this week. And then in the other game, I think that's a fascinating game where you've got Detroit and Tampa Bay. I kind of like Tampa Bay in that game. I I just think there's something about this team and their ability to bring pressure and generate pressure on the opposing passer. I think it's going to be a big factor when you're talking about Jared Goff and sometimes where he struggled. So I kind of think you're getting Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Buffalo, Baltimore. I would like San Francisco coming out of the NFC and the AFC if it's those two teams. That's going to be a tough one to call. I'd sit here right now and say Baltimore, but it's going to be a fascinating game if that is the way it ends up. Do you think Baltimore you... rolls Saturday, or do you think that's a that's a close one? I think that's a close one. Um, the, the thing that's going to be fascinating, this is now the third go-round between C.J. Stroud and Mike McDonald, their defensive coordinator. They're obviously locked horns one time at, at Michigan, Ohio State, 
McDonald got the better of him there. That was the season opener this year, so Stroud was still, yep. you know, it was his first NFL start. I think a lot of the stuff that McDonald is going to throw at him, Stroud is now going to have an answer for. Now that he's got a full NFL season under his belt. I think Houston keeps it close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything like that. I think Baltimore eventually wins this game, but I do think it's going to be a good game. Where do you like Bill Belichick to end up here? It seems like it's going to be Atlanta. Um, you know, he's going for that second round of interviews, and that makes me think that it's pretty close to being done. Uh, I'm surprised that Atlanta was going to be the choice. I'll, I'll admit I was one of the people that back in October I was saying, you know what's going to happen here is he's going to end up leaving New England. The Cowboys are going to have an embarrassing playoff loss, and Jerry Jones won't be able to help himself. He's just going to go out there and say, we're going to get Bill Belichick. He'll back up the Jerry Mobile with the star on the side and get himself Bill Belichick. And when that game happened Sunday night, I immediately, that's where my mind went. I thought, here we go. But Jerry's being patient. Sure. It's Mike McCarthy back. So, you know, and, and when Washington went out and hired Peters, the general manager, I thought that was a move, you know, in a different direction. I thought Washington might have been a good landing spot for Belichick, but it seems like the signs are moving towards Belichick going to the Atlanta Falcons. Bulldog hates the Falcons. And it's not even like a rational thing because it's. I don't think there are that many people that hate the Falcons, but Bulldog is one of them. He might be the only one. I mean, we all have our quirks. I mean, you know, you don't like the Atlanta. <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. Okay, I can I can kind of get that's it. Right. I I yeah. hate them because I don't think anybody cares about them, and yeah, so their I mean, existence, their fair. very existence, really bothers me. It offends me. You know? Right. I mean, I think that's a fair fair sort of comparison. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do out in Atlanta and. You know, maybe going to Atlanta games kind of low on the list of things you want to do. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Mark, thank you. We always enjoy our uh, conversations with you. Thanks so much, my friends. Enjoy the games this weekend, and good luck this weekend with both the games and the snow. There it is. <laughs> In whatever order. Uh, Mark Schofield with us here on the Western Hotline. Why wouldn't you like a team that you don't think anybody cares about? Shouldn't it go the other way? Shouldn't you sort of feel bad for them? I, that... Well, that's a good question uh, because I'm I'm you know underdog guy. I like I don't like all the mainstream stuff in pop culture that everyone likes. I'm I'm you know small music club guy, indie band guy, and so the Falcons maybe could fit. I don't know, man. It just they just piss me off. That's that's all there is. Their gaudy, gross stadium. I just I don't know. The whole thing is just obnoxious. The stupid mustache the owner has. I mean, I I just don't don't like them. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. How about Andy Reid? Speaking of mustache, uh, (laughs) mustaches and and, and other teams, people. Nothing stupid about that Andy Reid. That is a, that's a, that's a broom right there. I mean, that's a, that's a world-class mustache. Nothing, nothing weak about it. Um, Yeah, he's very hard to dislike. (laughs) He's, he's very hard to dislike. Um. Although both he and Mahomes, after the Bills beat them, sounded like babies. I was glad to have Eric Wood remind us of that on uh, on Tuesday when he visited with us. Uh, yeah. But Reed is Reed's. I don't know. He's he's. He, I don't want to say he's impossible to dislike, but it's awfully hard. It is pretty hard. He had icicles uh, growing on his mustache the other night. You see that? Cool shot. <laughs> yes. I you ever had ice, ice growing on, on, oh. from your beard, dude. When I was when I was a runner, I would be out on you know 
the coldest days you could have. And yeah, I would come home and there would be, yeah, I've got pictures. I mean, they're, they're old. I don't know that I can find them. Uh, but of, yeah, like serious, serious ice in my, uh, facial hair. Forming is probably a better word than growing. Ice doesn't grow exactly. Right. Two, two days in a row with the words we're trying to define ice forming in, in your beard or on your mustache. Let's take a time out. Seems like a good time for that. We'll have an update, and then we'll talk some more, go into some of the Bills' injury news from today. Sal Capaccio will join us at 5.30. Between now and then, Sabres GM Kevin Adams stops by. That'll be at 5. Sabres home to Chicago, rescheduled from last night, 7.05 tonight, pregame. Paul Hamilton joins us at 6. Lines open for you. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.